The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. What's up, giddy up, baby? Welcome to Failure to Stop Podcast Channel, the number one show where police meet society and culture. I'm joined, as always, today on this last call Wednesday with my boy Dingo, baby. It's a Dingo, ain't ya, baby? Josh from Dead Leg Media. This is the segment called Last Call on the Failure Stop Channel. We do four shows a week on the Failure Stop Channel. If you're stumbling in here for your first time ever, we do True Crime on Tuesdays. We do Last Call, which is all the other news that you need so that you don't sound like an asshole first responder to your civilian friends over the weekend, giving you something else to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. We've got Com Center every Thursday night, and then we've got our Friday breakdowns and our newest show, um, which is right now only available to our paid subscribers on Monday nights at 7.30 p.m. Um, and that's called Uncuffed. It's a comedy show where we break down all the crazy cop news that's going on out there uh, and a very first responder dark humor side, uh, kind of a style there. If you want to support the show, all you have to do is go to iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Podcast, wherever you download your podcast app. Give us a five-star rating and review. Do it. Do it now. We really appreciate it. Also, you can support the show by being a paid member, which there are some paid members in the live chats today because I'm only live to the paid members on Wednesdays. Matter of fact, the new perks that are coming up is our website is being built out. Our new website is being built out, which is specifically geared towards our paid members. We have such a growing amount of paid members that we need another perk for them. And so what we're going to do is we'll have our website. You can log into our website and you can get stuff that we're talking about, private monologues, um, video monologues of, of things going on during the week, other updates in the news, law enforcement community, as well as a couple of blogs here and there and more upcoming things uh, that we've got going on. Uh, also, there'll be links from the show in there so that people can go back and dive in there. You also get access to the Discord. But that's just something we're adding here. Today's show brought to you by Ghostbed dot com forward slash wolfpack that sleeps so good it's scary we all know that mental wellness mental health it's a big topic man everybody's talking about it mental health mental wellness starts with a good night's sleep and if you're gonna get a good night's sleep might as well do it on a bed that's supported by people it's built by people who support law enforcement ghost bed is a huge huge supporter for law enforcement and veterans matter of fact they offer our fans up to 40 percent off 35% off like site wide of everything, but 40% off on ghost beds, mattresses, all sorts of stuff. You can get bundling opportunities. Uh, they got deals out the wazoo, but they bumped our promo up from 35% to 40%. Beds made in the good old USA. So if you want to support somebody that supports law enforcement and do yourself a favor by getting a good night's rest, get you a ghost bed, baby. We love ghost bed. We're super appreciative that they've been with us since the beginning. Since the beginning, they've been with us. Uh, 0% down, 0% financing. That's if you've got firefighter credit. Uh, one more thing before we jump into today's news. The meetup on the 12th, on Wednesday the 12th. We got people flying in from all over the place. You guys, that week leading up to the 12th, please go ahead and send us some more messages so that we're ready for you. We've got shuttles going back and forth to the airport, getting people to the hotel. But that meetup is going to be Wednesday night at Instill Distilling Company just outside of Raleigh, North Carolina, from 5 to 8, and then from 8 to 10 down the road at the studio where we will have a live Q&A session with all of our fans. We'll all be up on stage. Deadleg Media will be there. Myself, Andrea, Uplate, 
Drew Breezy from Florida, Jonathan from, was he from like South Dakota, something like that? I can't even remember. He's from everywhere. From one of those Dakotas. He's coming out from way out north. And then uh, we might even have another major special guest um, that I think is, is going to be there, and I'll announce that soon too. So lots of stuff going on in the Failure to Stop community. This is a podcast community for first responders, helping fill their days up five days a week now. While they're in their patrol cars, they don't have to listen to mainstream media. They don't have to listen to mainstream radio. So, again, thank you guys all so much for our, our valued listeners, our paid members, and I'll address you guys in the chats as we go along. But we've got a lot of news to get through today, a lot of stuff to talk about in the news, um, and so that you can maybe find a girlfriend. Maybe, maybe you're out there right now and you don't have a girlfriend. You're wondering, why don't I have a girlfriend? It's probably because the shit you talk about is weird and stupid. Nobody else wants to hear about it. And so I give you... I make it easy, baby. Big Bird of Cookie Monster style. I bring you some shit that'll get you a girlfriend. Maybe you're married and you just ain't getting laid. You haven't got laid in a while. Okay? That's because you're probably talking about shit that girls don't want to fuck you after they hear you talk about it. When you go home and you talk about domestic violence and you talk about dead babies and all the things that you've seen and the horrific, heroic things that you've seen because you want people to kind of feel sorry for you. While you're feeling sorry for yourself. Nobody wants to have sex with that. Maybe they want to give you a hug. You want to say, like, man, doing the Lord's work out there. That's it. But nobody's like, dude, I want to, I want to get down on that D right now. No. No. And that's why this show is so important. You gotta stay well-rounded. You gotta, you gotta have hobbies. You gotta have something else. Speaking of hobbies and something else, outbound beef jerky. This is a guy I used to work with. Back in the Raleigh PD, I was on special assignment with him. He was a downtown cop. We got put on special. Matter of fact, one of the most iconic photos that I have of being a police officer was taken with him. Awesome picture. He left law enforcement to start a beef jerky company. It's called Outbound Beef Jerky. It slays. It's killing it. It's crushing. And I love it. And that's because the dude never. And the reason why the guy was so cool was to me and why we got along on this project which, by the way, I detail this project because it was a fucking train wreck. It was an abortion. Um, the title of that chapter in my book is called Thirsty Lieutenants. But he and I got along. But we both had hobbies. He was an avid hunter, an avid outdoorsman, a fisherman. And he followed his dreams and his passion. Now he owns a very awesome beef jerky company called Outbound Beef Jerky. Sent us a whole box of this stuff. My kids are just loving it. My kids love beef jerky and they're inspired by this guy. They're inspired by this guy's uh, leap of faith to start his own business. You know, uh, we're always in that. We're always supportive. So I'm not advertising for outbound beef jerky, but I mean, if you were to go give this dude who's got a brand new beef jerky company, which by the way, the packages, the, the graphics, the website, all of it looks dope. And it's like $7 and 20 cents a bag. And the bag has got a lot of jerky in it. It's not like those, bags that are like full of air that you get at the gas station these have got that good beef jerky dude but my point here is is that when you start doing things outside the job when you have something that's not focused on shooting and jujitsu and combatives oh i take it back jujitsu is pretty fucking cool that's a family of but a lot of you guys are like super hyper focused on the combat aspect of being a cop that your family life sucks man your kids suck Kids don't know anything. Like nobody wants to hang out with a kid who's running and gunning at 10 years old. Now it's cool if they can do that. That's great. But you got to well route. You got to be well route. You got to have hobbies outside the job. That'll get you laid. That'll get you laid, man. This dude, he's an ex-cop, former cop. And right, that's got some, that's got some status behind it. Girls want to get with a guy like that. But now 
I'm a former law enforcement hire. Now I own my own beef jerky company. What, what chick does it? Want to wrap her lips around some beef jerky? You know what I'm saying? That dude's definitely pulling it right now. And you can too. I'll start right here. Last call with myself and Ted Lake Media. First and foremost, if you want to get laid, this is a story that'll turn everybody on. You ready for this one, Ted Lake? Send it. You ready? You ready to get laid this afternoon? Well, if you watch Parks of Rec, you understand what the red shirt's for. Oh, you already got laid. Ah, you wearing the blue jeans? Uh, uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't really wear pants, but yeah. Speaking of Ron Swanson right now, there's a new series out. Before we jump into this new story, this is a new story, but there's a new story out says it's The Last of Us. Starts out really good, really good. And actually, there's a new story out right now about a fun, but it, it's it's a it's kind of like a a better version of the zombie TV series that was out, Walking uh, Dead. Walking Dead. And this is more realistic because this is uh, the fungus that Joe Rogan has talked about that takes over ants and turns them basically into zombies, controls the ants, and it infects the other ant herd. Um, and so there, this is a TV show about an outbreak of fungus that, that gets inside of people and turns them into zombies, takes over their body to consume other humans and to get other hosts, which is exactly what this ant fungus zombie thing does. But now the CDC today has actually put out a warning about a dangerous, extremely dangerous fungus that's growing. It's not really only seven people have like, it's only up to like the death rate by like seven people or something like that. So it's not. It's not extreme news, but it is scary because of the TV show. But anyway, uh, Ron Swanson plays one of the roles in there. And is there any TV series out there that doesn't have gay, like excessively gay scenes in it anymore? Is that just a thing now? It's like every TV show just has to have super gayness in it. I think that when they're doing it, the scripts and they're starting to writing and their bullet points of this is the stuff we have to have in there. It's probably like number two. Number yeah, one or two. It's like got to be. And the only reason I ask is because every single TV series Every single one of them has super gay scenes in it now. All of them. Because yeah. Last of Us is actually based off of a video game. Was there and gays I, in the video game? Yeah. Uh, Ron Swanson, yeah. super gay. Super yeah, gay. I, didn't, I didn't play the video. Yeah, I didn't play that one because I'm not like that's okay. That like I'm not. But, yeah. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to him being married to a gay dude in there. I'm just. I'm just wondering if it's got to be like if it's a, a thing on the check sheet. Like you have to have this for for the video. There's got to be a gay relationship. Does it add to the script? Does it add to the, does it, does it take away from what you're focusing on? Or no, but they, they make a that? whole episode backstory yeah. of this whole gay wedding, gay marriage that pretty much ends in the same episode. So it's like, why, why like, you know, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I felt like they throw it in there because they had to check the block. They were like, dude, yeah. we can be creative, but in order to be funded, we've got to have a gay scene. Let's just knock it out in the second episode and just make this whole thing about being gay. We'll get that gay check sheet out of the way. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm it, guessing episode three is going to have just a bunch of multiracial people in it. So you can check that block. Yeah. Maybe a transitioning somebody, you know. Well, they, they got to find a hospital to do the surgery for him after the pandemic uh, hits. Yeah. yeah. That'd be tough to get that transition on in the middle of a pandemic. But, um, but anyway, it was, it's a good series. I'm, st I'm not going to stop watching it, of course. I just, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be straight up to our listeners. I've never lied to you guys, never lied to you ever in my whole life. But watching two dudes kiss does not get me hard. I mean, call me, I mean, call me what you will, dude. I cannot get a boner with two dudes kissing. The thing, But is, I'm not homophobic is, because I can get a boner with two chicks kissing. 
but the thing is, is it's okay. That's for you. If there are people that that does get a more more power to you. Yeah. But I mean, I just, you know, I want to throw it out there because I feel like when I'm watching these shows, it's forced, it's forced upon me. And then I, then I'm not hard anymore. And honestly, it's like, that's why I watch Game of Thrones because it made me hard and made me want to stay hard. Even the incest scenes. I don't know. Maybe I'm a sick fuck. I don't know. Game of Thrones. But you know what does get me hard? Not Ron Swanson making out with another dude. But but if I was yeah. going to make out with a dude, I'd probably pick Ron Swanson. It's not a bad choice. Uh-uh. You'd probably tickle your lip with his little mustache. Yeah, it'd make it interesting. I think it would be just so weird that it wouldn't be weird. So I guess if, I, if I had to do a makeout scene, if I was an actor, if I got a job in Hollywood and they were like, yo, you got to do a gay scene. Um, you got to make out with Jean-Claude Van Damme. I'm out. Not doing it. Can't make but, out with him. Jonah Hill. Absolutely not. Not making out with Jonah Hill. Ron Swanson. Oh, Ron? Sure. He's enough he's of mustache, a man. Right? Yeah, he's enough of a man that he carries that extra manliness for you. Yeah, yeah. Look, you so still then, got it your ba- man then it balances out. You both can be men, just burly men. But the funny thing is in that TV show, like he's a prepper and, and he's a prepper and he's like seen as this like conspiracy theorist prepper with the goat with a don't tread on me flag. And then he's like secretly gay. So like you know that that was HBO's hit on conservatives they, were they like, gotta, it's, you know what i mean like that's them in. being like you guys are all gay you guys are all gay and we're gonna show you how gay you are in this tv show which i thought was a very funny a very funny slam like good for them they've got a sense of humor they don't like republican conservatives and they don't like that they're not gay so they made a very gay conservative conspiracy theorist doomsday prepper who they make fun of the entire episode for being a conspiracy theorist and then they lump in schizophrenic to it too which you know is what they try to make all conservatives these days schizophrenic conspiracy theorists crazy people well if you're um, a schizophrenic well if you're a schizophrenic and you're a conspiracy theorist which one are you first that's the bigger question are you schizophrenic first or are you conspiracy first because if you're schizophrenic then it explains the conspiracy mm-hmm. but if you're conspiracy then it explains why you went so yeah. it went crazy because you read the news. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, speaking of conspiracy, there's a really interesting one about Kobe Bryant right now that I'm going to start researching. They have Kobe Bryant was trying to release a brand about like um, uh, plant-based medicines. Mm. And the pharmaceuticals didn't like, like that. I don't know. Well, I'm going to dig into it. I, I don't know. I I just, I've heard tales of it. And so I'm going to look into it, but this is not a conspiracy theory. This really happened. Now, Amanda Bynes, um, ask Ashley, that's me. Um, she was an old Nickelodeon star and, um, I had a huge crush on her. When Euro I was trip. Hmm? Remember Euro trip. She was in, Amanda Bynes was in Euro trip. Was that, her, was it not her? No. Look that up. Well, I did, but I don't think it was her. Um, but Amanda Bynes went off the rails completely, off the rails. And this week, according to TMZ, Amanda Bynes is placed on psychiatric hold after roaming the streets naked. She's got a terrible jailhouse tattoo on her face and a disgusting nose ring, like one of the ones that you would see in a bull's nose. I never think that's attractive, by the way. No. There's some pretty girls out there with nose piercings. That's not one of them. The the fucking loopy thing that goes out of your nostrils, it it does not it, it's not attractive to me. 
to me, that is not attractive. I think it's just, it takes away from, from what you got going on. Um, I don't mind a little nose ring piece. But I just don't like the ones right dead center of the nose. Just just me. You know, you do you. Um, eyewitnesses say that Bynes was seen walking near downtown Los Angeles early Sunday morning without any clothes on. Still want to see that. What about you? I guarantee someone's got video of that somewhere. Yeah, but I don't want to see the video because I don't want to take advantage of somebody in a mental health crisis. I think that's yeah. where you draw the line. She's at her lowest low. Let her be at her lowest low and let's just... Uh, Let's be good, decent human beings and not show that video. Now, the video, if there was a video that leaked about the girl who banged all those dudes, um, and there's allegedly some videos of her banging some other dudes in law enforcement, I don't feel sorry for her. I don't think she was going through any mental distress. By the way, her suing and coming up with this whole sexually harass and abuse, that's all bullshit. She was out partying, spreading her legs, having a great time. Power to her. Just own it. You know, that's, but, that's some attorney trying to chase a check right there. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's what it is. So like, you know, and, and let's, so let's not celebrate it. Right. Like, let's just own it for what it is. Um, I, I do want to see Amanda Bynes in the nude. She did a Maxim magazine that my now wife, when, when, um, she was in Maxim, my wife bought me that Maxim magazine for Valentine's day that year. That's right. This was before she was budget crazy. I thought that was very sweet. So I still have that Maxim magazine with Amanda Bynes so, in it. So over the time, you've got the crazy hot scale, right? She's got crazier, but has she gone down in hotness? Right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Right. She, she's weird on the scale. Yeah. See, my wife's never thought she was overly attractive. She just thought she was very girl next door, which you know, maybe that's what I'm into is girl next door. Yeah. Wasn't she on a conservatorship for a while too? She was. Her mother had a conservatorship, but she's been over this conservatorship for a hot minute. Um, um, but she was seen walking down the, the street naked, so they they – uh, Amanda Bynes herself called 911 on herself. Law enforcement say that Bynes was taken to a nearby police station where a mental health team determined that she needed to be placed on a 5150 psych hold. Fortunately, our sources say it doesn't appear Bynes was hurt at all during the ordeal, though things could have been much worse given the area where she was found. That's interesting. Now, this again this is from TMZ here. Um, a source close to Amanda tells us she is currently hospitalized. I want to talk more about where was she at in L.A.? It said downtown, but when I was looking, I couldn't find anything more than just downtown. I think that's interesting that they say, well, I mean, Southeast Raleigh was, is considered downtown, but it's not the part of downtown you want to be in, especially if you're naked and, and you're halfway decently good looking. But in um, reality, though, is there, and just thinking out loud, is there any place in Los Angeles right now that it would be feel safe to walk around naked? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I or mean, just, I'm guessing LA's got to be safer than San Francisco, right? I don't know. I, here, that's, Aaron, that, that's a, I'll work on that for next week. Crime stats between LA and San Francisco. Um, but f- sources say that it doesn't appear that Bynes was hurt at all during the ordeal, though things could have been much worse given the area where she was found. I think that's interesting that they put that in the article. So here's what it makes me speculate is was she at a drug house or something, got a hold of the wrong shit and got naked or was this a legit mental health breakdown i also want to know is it a mental health breakdown or is it drugs i also wonder that because a lot of people use they have mental health issues but it's not that they have mental health issues it's that they have drug problems that make them have mental health issues does that make sense because it's uh, like i hate when somebody says like oh they have mental health issues and you're fucking them up i'm like yeah dude they do cocaine every single day of their life like you don't I think don't, that the cocaine just makes them batshit crazy? Because it's it's hard to to I wouldn't say shit on it, but it's hard to shit on that without the like 
mental health is a real thing, but at the same yeah, time, sure. because because we're making it a, a, a mainstream thing, we're talking about it. It's it's almost like everybody. Oh, that's that's the excuse. Well, you just can't use that excuse for everything. If they're batshit crazy and they're high on cocaine, they're gonna need some attention. Yeah. Period. Right. Right. I, I mean, I just as a cop, I used to deal with it all the time. They're like. He's bipolar, schizophrenic. I'm like, this motherfucker does cocaine every day of his life. He does crack cocaine every day of his life. How much of that schizophrenia bipolar is caused by, and how less crazy would he be had he doesn't do the cocaine? How less crazy would Amanda Bynes if she wasn't, you know, on drugs and stuff? Taking medication regularly. But I mean, if you look at her now versus what she did look like, I mean, it's a bad change. And, and again, that's kind of part of that world. You know, I'm real trying to be real careful with my kids because they got the Gromit Vomit podcast and they're, they're getting some notoriety pretty quick. But I'm not going to tolerate it. I'm not going to tolerate, nor am I going to sell my soul to this in, to, to an industry sure. of entertainment. I want them to be successful and I want them to learn everything that they learn from podcasting. Good interview skills. Uh you know, my, my Duke at 10 years old's got a great uh, public appearance already. He got up at a comedy show and, and, and spoke for a minute. It was amazing. My eight-year-old is, is able to get on a microphone as well now and start to speak. So these are all public speaking things, researching a guest. Those are all great things I want to teach my kid. But, you know, even Ryan Sheckler had his hard times and they've had Ryan Sheckler on, on the show. But, you know, kids with a lot of money in their hands, you know, Probably not. Sometimes, you know, when you're looking for fame, when you're one of these parents that are looking for fame and stuff, sometimes you're not going to be exactly happy with what you get. And I want to be real sh careful that I don't fall into that as a parent either. Like, I want my kids to be super successful in their skateboarding careers, and they are. But I also don't want them to get to a point where their soul has been sold, you know, on my behalf. Yeah, so. it's, a, it's a very it's a fine balancing line, but they're killing it, though. But you know, because I mean, you know, look at Corey Feldman, you look at Amanda Bynes, look at Britney Spears, look at um, you know so many of them, so many of those young Disney stars that are just ruined, wrecked, have terrible lives, and um, um, and I think that the, starts with the parents, honestly. And how many of the child stars have taken their own lives over the years too? Yeah, I mean, that is just yeah, it, it's just sad. It is sad. It is sad. But you know. Um, it's kind of like a, a childhood dream of mine would, would have been to see Amanda Bynes naked, but not like this. I don't want to see her naked like this. So even if something were to leak, I would not even for research purposes, I wouldn't look at it. No, I don't want to see my Amanda Bynes like that. I want to see her as the, I want to see her as the pure, wholesome, you know, Nickelodeon star that she was. She was a star, man. She was a star. Uh, next up. In the news, this one's a funny one right here. Uh, Poop-themed dog toys shaped like whiskey bottles face Supreme Court trademark showdown. It's between Jack Daniels and Bad Spaniels. Uh, these are some chew toys. I've seen these chew toys before. Matter of fact, the first time I saw these chew toys, I think I saw them at PetSmart. Might have been Walmart. But they're chew toys that look just like liquor bottles of your favorite liquors, but they, they get all cutesy with it, like Bad Spaniels, the old number two instead of the old number seven, you know. Um, Number two on your Tennessee carpet instead of Tennessee whiskey. But it's all, it looks just like a Jack Daniels bottle. Everything about it. And when I saw that, I was wondering, because I own a distillery, how much of that money per sale was going to Jack Daniels? Because Jack Daniels had to be getting a cut of that. 
Um, and now my question has been answered. It is not. Jack Daniels is suing them. Yep, because I'm the trademark to it. Now, because they're being sued, I, I've looked into this, and there's people that are like, you know, why do you know, uh, you know Jack Daniels is anti-pets, or they're not anti, you know, they don't like dogs or whatever, or, or you know, why are they going after the little guy? One, probably not a little guy if your chew toys are, you know, in these big major chain stores. So let's cut out the little guy part. It's just like Silicon Valley, that there was nothing about that bank that was for the little guy or for small businesses, right? Um, so, you know, let's just stop it there. Um, but I think Jack Daniels has a legitimate art, uh, argument. You know, if Jack Daniels didn't approve that they use their label, I personally would not want my Tennessee whiskey to be confused with a dog's number two, a Tennessee shit. Um, when you see a chew toy subliminally, that's all about dogs taking a number two, you don't want people to be kind of that's not really great for your brand. It's a brand association because it's, it it's not that they're association. It's not that they're suing them because it's the dog thing. It's just the brand association. Because when yeah, you think and, Jack and, Daniels, and you think Jack know. Daniels. You gotta know because you know I bet you Jack Daniels came out real quick with a cease and desist, and his company decided to say no. We have a First Amendment right to make fun of you, and you do. But come on, man. Some people work really, really, really hard to create a brand. Jack Daniels didn't steal from another brand, or at least that's not public knowledge that they did. You know, they built their own. Jack Daniels built their legacy. And it's huge. You know? And you're capitalizing on their hard work. I don't know. I think it's a scumbag thing to do. You know, get away with it. Try it. I, listen, I've mocked Marlboro Reds for our pedophile things. But if we ever got a cease and desist, I would just cease and desist. I, personally, like if you took fair to stop and you made a mockery of it or did something funny, I, I don't know that I would. So you might, I might send a cease and desist. Probably just wouldn't care enough. I, I'd probably just do it better than you. Depends on if it's um, funny or not. But you know, for, for somebody like Jack Daniels, it's a huge brand. I I kind of side with Jack Daniels on this one. I, I I'm, I'm going to take the sides of, of Jack Daniels. Um, and but yeah, they, you know the. The poop themed dog toy, like, wh why though? Like, that's the best you could come up with. Like, what does Tennessee whiskey even have to do with dogs chewing on toys? I think it was my thinking out loud was they could get that brand association and then people would buy it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to me, that's, you know, kind of shady. So, because you I don't know, know, let us know what you think on social media, on the webs, in the comments. Let us know. Do you side with, you think that, that, that Jake Daniels is being too nitpicky? They should be going after this now. I, I, let me read you their statement here. Um, it says the toy in question has label on its neck saying old number two in reference to the old number seven label on Jack Daniels bottle. It also says old number two on your Tennessee carpet, which is referencing the dog taking a shit on your carpet on the body in reference to the old number seven sour match whiskey, main label featured on the whiskey bottles, whiskey maker describing the offending product as poop themed dog toys counters that there is a likelihood of confusion, meaning their product violates trademark. Jack Daniels loves dogs. This is from Jack Daniels and appreciates a good joke as much as anyone, but Jack Daniels likes its customers even more and doesn't want them confused or associating its fine whiskey with dog poop. Company's lawyer Lisa Blatt wrote in court papers. I think that's fair, man. I think that's fair. I think that's fair because at the end of the day, it's lawyers in a pissing contest with other lawyers. Because right. some lawyer, forever this dog place, they probably ran that through some lawyer and they're like, "Yeah, that's close enough, but we'll, we'll roll with it. If we got to, if we got to fight it, we'll fight it." And then I guess they're. I just think you, if you're a dog toy company, I, I think you could be more creative. 
You know, yeah. I would like to come up with a dog toy chew company where we make human bones for the Mitchell one. We could make like a replica after, human bones. After the one Andrea's got in the back of her car. Right. Like, what if you saw something that looked like a human skull and your dog was out in the yard chewing on it? Right? Just think what your neighbors would think. Yeah, it's fucking cool. That's, I'm going to, man, shouldn't have said that on the show. It might be a fun one to start. I think I'm going to start that. I am going to start that one. Try to do that one. Human bones, dog toys. It's my next, my next adventure. All right. Next up in the news, Michigan woman receives 100 year old postcard in the mail. This is a feel good story. You ever heard this story? No, I've heard it yet. Okay. Um, I'm not going to get into the details because I know a lot of people really want to talk about the whole Trump thing. I'm just trying to get all the feel-good shit out before we get this doom and gloom stuff up. This is a woman. Uh, Brittany Keach checked her mailbox one morning, and instead of having junk mail in there, she finds a postcard that was dated from 100 years ago. Comes to find out that this woman, she's got this mail. It's, it's asked about this guy's pants. It's a letter. It says, Dear Cousins. The leather starts. We are quite well, but mother has awful lame knees, and it's awful cold here. The note ends with, don't forget to write us, followed by a question as to whether Roy ever got his pants fixed, or has Roy got his pants fixed yet? The letter is signed by Flossie Burgess. So this woman, she gets on the interwebs, and she's like, yo, I've got this mail to my house. Uh, It's 100 years old. We're not part of this. You know, We don't know the person on the postcard. Um, Can somebody help us, or does anybody have any insight on who lived in this house 100 years ago or at this address, this property? And so the internet did what the internet does and uh, it put the blast out everywhere in a school. I mean, a librarian who likes to do genealogy reports on the side helps people with their genealogy reports. She sees this on social media. She starts digging into it and she finds that uh, Flossie is actually short for Florence. And she finds the, the people that were actually lived in the house and they are now, uh, they have now gotten this postcard back to the original family and solving the mystery. And it's just a really cool story. And I just thought that was neat. Now, when they asked the USPS, how did they, how did they delay a, a postcard by a hundred years and kind of find out they were gutting and cleaning out an old post office to build a new one. And they moved some machinery and back behind the machinery was the postcard. So they, yeah, I guess you could just keep sending it on. It's pretty cool, right? Though, that, like, yeah, you know the post yeah, office, you know, still do. Because I wonder how old, like the how. I wonder how far back in the family that actually went. Yeah, well, it wasn't their family. It was a totally different family. Completely. Well, yeah, but they then didn't you say they got it to the family that it belonged to, or yeah, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, 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 because this yeah. was from the 1920s. It's yeah. like 1920, actually. That's the yeah, just before the Great Depression. Wild, right? It's awful cold here. Oh, and then, um, yeah, we uh, the only mystery here is like, did Roy get his pants fixed? We still don't know that yet. So, when now, uh, when we find out more about Roy's pants, I'll let you guys know. Let I know you're all done to it, but you know, you know, that's all just the fun news, the happy news gives you something to talk about so that'll get you laid this week. Uh, now let's go to the stuff that's not going to get you laid, but uh, we'll give you something, some ammo to debate at the family barbecue when uh, when uncle when cousin Jimmy. Uh, our liberal cousin, cousin Jimmy brings up the whole Trump indictment and things like that. What do we have as far as that goes? Like Trump's being allegedly arrested today. Maybe, maybe not. Um, 
So that is an as we are talking, there's it's it's still developing. But the last yeah. that we heard was this sometime today they were going to actually do the indictment. They're going to take it to the grand jury. And then next week is when he's supposed to surrender or come in for fingerprinting or whatever they're going to try to do with him. Now, we've done a lot of research on this, you and I, and we're, we're Drew Breezy and I are covering this on Friday uh -huh. in depth. Right. It's called the weaponization of the DOJ. I think this is a blatant weaponization of the DOJ. 100%. I think this is a very bad precedent to set. Now, I, I don't mind holding people to the law. That's not my problem. But when you are going after somebody when an ex-president, a former president who is actually running for president again from a very minor crime, a misdemeanor at crime, and they're trying to find a felony for it. Well, that's we couldn't do that as officers. You, you can't pull somebody over and then try to find a felony. You know what I mean? Like, that's not your job. Your job, you know, if you're pulling somebody over and you don't have anything else, I, I mean, within the confines of the law. You, you know, you're, you're not going to try to make something if you don't have it. Right. You know, no. if, if, if you get, if you're an officer and you get slapped, your job in life is not to make that slap a, a felony, right? Yeah. It's a misdemeanor assault. We don't go in there and try to say, well, let's try to get a felony out of this. How can we squeeze a felony? Let's see if that maybe the videotape shows that his fist was balled up and then it opened. You know what I mean? Like uh, this is a weaponization of the D department of justice. And when you're going after a former president, for maybe the misuse of $130,000, maybe you should first check to make sure that you don't have funds that are in the millions of dollars, which you can't tell me right now that, that the Bushes, that the Clintons, that the Obamas, that everybody else didn't take millions of dollars. I mean, we have Hunter Biden um, in this whole China thing, taking millions of dollars from China, millions of dollars from Ukraine. We've got funds going everywhere. Is this really the road you want to take? Because I feel like if you do it once, then every president, th next thing you know, we're a third world country. Because it's then it becomes we're just going after people to going after people. And not only that, that, that DA in New York, his crime rate through the city is through the roof. Through the roof. They... They turn down and they won't prosecute actual felonies that happen in that city, but mm -hmm. they'll try to dig up a try, try, try to find a felony charge for this. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what I have a huge problem with. And like the fact that they even openly say this on mainstream media, that they are actively seeking and trying to find where this became a felony to me is disgusting. We should not be trying to make something that's a misdemeanor a felony now on the other the other side i don't like to have a president that's fucking you know porn stars and you know saying things like fuck right now but you know I, I mean i don't think that's that's what you want as a, as a world leader um nobody's perfect um you know but on the same token you've got hunter biden who's a train wreck and he's a crackhead uh, and you got uh, Joe Biden's daughter, who's addicted to sex, and they find a confirmed diary of sexual trauma from early age that involves her father and her brother. And that's not with missing context. Thank you very much. Instagram, when I made a post on that, that's not missing, missing context at all. Matter of fact, the whole story is even fucking worse. Then all of that, when you start diving into how they illegally raided the weaponized DOJ, raided uh, Project Veritas um, for, for a diary, for a misplaced diary that she left while she was in sex rehab, which the news doesn't like to bring up, you know? 
Um, and she's a politician herself and she's in sex rehab and she checked out of sex rehab early and left her diary, which was then sold to a media outlet, which happens every single day in this country. Every leak. Well, the only reason that we can talk about this is because shit was leaked. Right. Because the, the DA, the the DA, they're not, you're not telling, you're not, Hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Someone leaked this to somebody else that said somebody else to the media. Hey, we got a really cool story coming up. You're going to want to listen to. Right. Right. Absolutely crazy times that we're living in right now. It's a, it's an absolute, a clown world as, as I did in my stand up comedy this weekend. That was the title of my, uh, that was the title of my, uh, up routine this week was it's a clown world. But, um, uh, I, I, think going down this road, we become a third world country very quickly. This is like a whole Venezuela type ordeal. When you start going after political adversaries and arresting them, I mean, for for over a hundred years, we've avoided this exact thing. I, I mean, they didn't even arrest Nixon. They didn't arrest Clinton for perjury, for lying on the stand. Because my thought, like just the bigger thought out loud without the risk of uh, the, the, this getting taken down or anything like that, you're going to end up having some states, you're going to have governors, you're going to have people that are going to come out and they're going to start saying, well, if this happens in my state, it's not going to – that you're, you're drawing lines in the sand. Right. And I, it, we're, we're not drawing lines. We're drawing lines in the country. We, we've done that before. And here's my thing. Is that even extraditable? To New York? A, a misdemeanor. Yeah, but they're trying to make it a felony. And I'm guessing that's because they want it to be extraditable. Because if I was fucking, uh, if I was uh, Donald Trump and New Just York took a warrant out for my arrest. Pfft, Boston f- gave me a parking ticket a bunch of years ago for a rental car. And, a, and my rental car was at the hotel the entire time. I, was next, I parked next to the FBI building. all this, But they told me if I don't pay it, that I will never be able to drive in Boston. I said, good, I'll never come back. Yeah. So okay, you're not going to extradite me for a parking ticket. You're not going to extradite him for a minute. Like it's what it's because you guys are going to go way more into it on Friday, but it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable, but it's happening. Well, lumber chef asked in the, the chance, he says, how can you make a felony out of a misdemeanor if it doesn't fit the certain criteria? How? So what they're trying to do is that it becomes a felony one, you can have a misuse of funds, right? Which is the misdemeanor. Then when you try to cover it up, then there's like, a, then it falls under a felony when you try to, you know. Isn't it like, are they like conspiracy or something like that? Right. Yeah. That's what makes it a felony. But it's a very, very terrible case that good luck letting that stand in front of a judge. And that's what I'm saying. It's such a bullshit. It's such a bullshit charge. Now, you know, one paying off Stormy Daniels isn't a crime. Paying her one hundred thirty thousand dollars, not talk about their sexual escapade, is not a crime. Believe that or not, it is not a crime. If I get a blowy from Deadleg and I don't want my wife to find out, and I pay him one hundred thirty thousand dollars to not tell my wife that he gave me a blowy, there's nothing illegal about that. Now, if I get if I pay him one hundred thirty thousand dollars out of a GoFundMe account that was to raise money for my kid's trip to Woodward, um to the training facility in Woodward, you know, that would be a misuse of funds. 
And then if I go in and I try to cover up those documents and get rid of those documents or uh, corrupt those documents, then it becomes a felony. And that's what's happened here. But again, that's a very loose case. That's something that I, I would have to imagine that every president's done. Every president has probably misused funds. And so, I mean, it's like every cop, you know, you were not supposed to take things for free as a cop. Every one of you motherfuckers is taking that free coffee from Starbucks, from Dunkin' Donuts. Every one of you motherfuckers out there has gotten your little 50% off at Chick-fil-A. You know what I'm saying? And you don't, you, you know, like, you're not writing that off on your taxes either, you know. Um, I'm trying to find it so I can quote it specifically. But I do believe Hillary Clinton from the 2016 election right. over that time, she paid campaign fines for finance stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So she, well, she's allowed to just pay her fine and go away. And they, they were making it. They don't want him to run. That's what it comes down to. Well, I mean, and that, that that's what makes us such a dangerous third world president. Like, I don't understand how we as an American society allow this to happen. If Trump would have tried to get Hillary Clinton locked up, I wasn't overly joyed about that either. Um, you, could, you could run an investigation, have a hearing, put her right. on, the, put her in, in front of a bunch of people in Congress. Right. Dude, I mean, I, I support what they did with Bill Clinton, right? They caught him in a lie. They, they went through the impeachment process. They embarrassed him. You know, he lost a lot of credibility there. Uh, and, and that's kind of the way it should be. Um, but putting them in cuffs, having them go and get fingerprinted, and all this stuff, that's, that's, you know, as TJR says, scandalous. Eric is dripping his toe in the work, dipping his toe in the work pool. Um, I just want to get a shot at that dead leg. You know what I'm saying? That stanky leg. Um, it, yeah, I, I don't like, uh, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like the weaponization of the DOJ. We're going to get way into it and we're going to get in the weeds on it going over it in gory, gory detail on Friday. You're not going to want to miss that show because we're not only going to talk about them, but we're going to talk about how it relates to Venezuela, how it relates to other things, who else is weaponizing the DOJ, what this means going forward. Um, uh, and so, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to drop too much stuff off. Um, yeah. Let's switch. I know you had a couple of news stories that you wanted to get through. Yeah. You, you told me about one and then I reminded you about another one that you had covered before. Uh, a hot tub sounds like a really great time. Right. right. Unless you get attacked by a mountain lion. I have a huge problem with mountain lions and big cats. I don't really like cats in general. I think cats just want to kill you in all sorts of ways. They fantasize about killing you all the time. I'm not a cat person. Definitely not a big cat person. Matter of fact, we went to the zoo with my family a couple of weeks ago for my wife's birthday. That's what she wanted to do. She wanted to take the family to the zoo. So we went to the zoo. Um, my only thing there was if we go to the zoo on your birthday, you have to wear a big ginormous. It's my birthday pen that they give you when you get there. She agreed to it. It's not typically something my wife would agree to though. So, but it was special. And the lion exhibit, there were no lions, but there was no sign that said the lion captivity was closed or, you know, if there wasn't an animal in a certain captivity, there was a sign that says, Oh, well, due to the weather or due to medical stuff, you know, Sally, the otter, you know, is, is not out this afternoon, but will return at 4.30 p.m. There's no sign on the fucking lion exhibit, and there was no lions. So they were there. You just couldn't see them. And that's what I didn't like. And I had anxiety. I wanted the kids to stay close to me. I was like, yo, like nobody's venturing off. We're all staying together. As if I'm going to protect them from a lion. I'm telling you right now, a lion comes, I'm throwing the kids to the lion, and I'm running. You got to <laughs> do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. I can have more kids. 
but there can't be more me's. So, um, yes, this gentleman was on vacation in Colorado, uh, sitting in his hot tub when a wild mountain lion came up from behind him, bit him in the head and tried to drag him out of the hot tub. Now I have a cow, I have a mountain house. I have a cabin in the mountains, 25 acres. Beautiful, beautiful. And, and and the the acreage is uncleared. So it's very rainforest thick in the mountains. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's awesome. I love it. And I have been naked in my hot tub out there several times. Several times. And I've always thought about that. What if a bear comes up behind me? I'm constantly on my gun is with me even when I'm in the hot tub. Because I think about shit like this. It uh, yeah, because a couple of years ago, there was a guy here in Fort Collins, just like 15 minutes east of where or west where I'm at, uh, fought off a baby or a, a cub, but still fought off a 50 pound mountain lion attacked him while he was running. Yeah, that was in 2019. We covered that when I was yep. working for Drinking Bros at the time. And, um, you know, I was all in on that. Like, dude, this guy's a badass. But then I saw the cat. But I mean, 50 pounds is still a big cat. Well, the thing is, is where we live at, like for that particular story, that's residential. Like there's people that live up there. That's a big touristy spot. But we like we're at, uh, here in Fort Collins. Like we had that. We've had several bears have showed up on like they got pictures of the big bears on campus. My wife gets the alerts and stuff. Yeah, the wildlife is crazy out here. But yeah, in a hot tub, wild mountain lion seen him being cooked and thought, man, that's a nice, nice meal. Nice and warm. Yeah um yeah right it's like a boiled stew <laughs> good for him dude good for him uh 50 years ago researchers discovered a leak in the earth's oceans this is another article for science nerds out there um scientists traced the oceans leak to a subduction zone area where tectonic plates collided and the heavier of the two sinks into the mantle it's still unclear how much water has cycled between the deep ocean and the mantle through the ages a 2019 analysis suggests that the sea levels have dropped by an average of 130 meters over the last 230 million years. I got a lot wrong with, I mean, I got a lot to talk about on this article. One, like, like how do they know 230 million years? They called steel. I, I fucking think that they just make shit up. A lot of it's a, just a, a, a lot of it's a guess, but like if, if you just go back and news – like with the climate stuff, just go back 50 years, pull up news articles from then, and look at them now. How much of that is true right now? Like then you listen to what people are talking now. What's good? Like I do believe that the climate does change. I do believe sure. that us being on this earth has affected it. But yeah. to think that climate change affects – all the stuff that they say to the fact like i mean well that if there's a leak in the earth's crust that's draining out the oceans by 120 meters every 230 million years one why do we give a fuck and two uh what does that have to do with us like why why is this even research like why is some asshole getting paid to even write this well where's it draining to because we're the earth's mantle and then it and then what it disappears Um, i'm guessing it like evaporates somehow and then all of that gets put back in with the the chemicals get put back in with the mantle and lava and then eventually comes back out in hawaii right i guess it's a cycle it says it says uh 
in part due to Pangea's breakup creating new subduction zones. Meanwhile, molten rock that bubbles up from the mantle as continents drift apart may rain water back into the ocean. Tires scientists reported back in 2022. But since Earth's mantle can hold more water as it cools, the ocean's mass might shrink by 20% every billion years. <laughs> Again. So we might want to get on that. Yeah, like let's go ahead and start patching the uh get patching some concrete the ocean down there. floor. I was doing some research on the Black Sea since that's where the drone went. And they think that this drone might be like fucking like fifteen hundred meters down, which is like six Empire State buildings. Yeah, that's deep. 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 And they found some crazy shit down there. Matter of fact, they found one of the world's biggest rivers in the ocean. At the bottom of the ocean, there is a river of flowing water through a canyon underwater. So you've got like this salt water on the top layer. Then you've got this like sulfuric, weird mixture, sulfur oxide, whatever, not a scientist, layer underneath that. And then they found a freshwater layer going through like a Grand Canyon looking ravine at the bottom of the ocean. So it's, it's a river. And they say it might be one of the biggest rivers in the world. I don't know what scares me more. Thinking about what could be in space or thinking about what could be in the ocean. Because the oh, ocean, 100% what's at the bottom of the ocean. We, we're on. We live here. Like, like the outer space stuff is outer space. But we're physically like here. They we, say only like 5% of the ocean has been like explored yeah. or something like that. Because we, it's, it's just so deep. We don't have that. We just physically like can't get down there. Right. Yeah, it's incredible. That is wild, man. All that pressure. and But, you know, there's some weird, strange fish in there. There was, like, a weird shark that's been washed up recently. But, you know, I, it's hard to know which, which ones are true because I see a lot of that stuff on TikTok. And I'm always like, I don't, I don't know if that could be true or if it's not true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else you got? You got anything else? Um. Well... I got two more that one will be like a, a fun end story, but one's the, the, I don't want to just crap on them because I hate seeing people get in like bad situations, but you can't help but kind of laugh about this. Uh, San Francisco or uh, LA reporter for CNN traveled to San Francisco to report on, and I quote voter discontent because of the rampant street crime. They parked their car, went inside to talk oh, with the other people. Yes. While they were inside, they had security hired to watch their cars, to watch their rental cars, watch everything. In less than four seconds, seconds, we had security to watch our rental car and crew, and thieves did this in under four seconds. This is ridiculous. Yeah, we covered this on Monday. Um, yeah. Jay Durell and myself covered this on, on Monday. Uh, something similar to this in San Francisco. San Francisco's got like one of the highest property. No, I think it has the highest property crime property rate. Yep. The United States, Seattle, I think is number two. But um, why is property crime so bad in San Francisco? Why property crime is one of those things that you can get a hold of. Like that's pretty easy. That's a presence patrol issue. But if you got catch, so here, here's my thought. If I catch you robbing something at eight o'clock, but the it, you'll be out on the street again before I'm done with my report. All right. With so no then bail. I get done with my with, with no, no bail with, with with no with without a bond. Then at ten o'clock I'll come pick you up again for doing the same thing, and then we'll go do the same. Because what I'm saying is like if you have the highest crime rate in the country, 
all you have to do is say, okay, you're going to be, you're going to get a bond and we're going to create a new court house. I mean, we, we did, we like our, uh, child protective services, and everything was such a fucking chaos here in the city of Raleigh that they built a new courthouse and took the old courthouse and made it, uh, uh, all the stuff that relates to, you know, foster care and, and divorce court. And, you know, they created a whole nother courthouse for it, essentially. So it's like, how about we just take another building and, you know, if you commit property crime, we've got a whole court system that, that's totally geared towards you fucking losers. Yeah, because you just keep them, if, if they're in jail, they're not going to be robbing you. I mean, this this yeah. isn't rocket science. Like these, that's, these what cities have, that's what I'm saying. It's like this is a fucking easy scenario. Like I don't understand why San Francisco can't get this right. I can tell you why they like gun violence police. might be a little bit more tricky, right, to handle in Chicago because you know you have gangs. Yep. And so how do you convince gangs not to, to do gang guns. member shit? Which, by the way, one of the biggest gang takedowns, which I'm going to talk about on Friday, so I'm not going to waste your time with it here today. But big giant gang takedown uh, in New York um, in the last week. Uh, and they've arrested lots of gang members. Pretty cool. Um, Bosco says, my theory is they'll let this go crazy and then come down hard on the socialist and communist policies on our citizens. So my thought, I've been rewatching the, the show, The Wire. It's a great show, by the way, if you've never seen it before. Uh, the big overarching thing with that was the politicians were letting crime things go what they were doing in the areas. And they were buying up the property when the property values went low. And then they were turn around and tell the police, hey, we need to clean up this area. So then all the property values will go right back up. So you could buy it low, sell it high. Oh, yeah. I got a, I got a breaking news alert on my phone and I thought it okay. said something about what Donald. Is, no, yeah, New, Newsmax is back on direct TV. <laughs> so not as crazy breaking, but yeah, I've got, I've got all my alerts and my computer and everything else. I got, if something happens, we'll, we'll know about it for the wolf pack. But I, yeah, I mean, we're going to have to be watching this. I mean, obviously that's the big news this week is the whole Donald Trump thing. Donald Trump. Uh, um, you know, then the poop themed, the, the poop themed chew toy between Jack Daniels and Bad Spaniels, you know, that's huge news, huge news. Um, but as far as, uh, our call out for the week, um, who, who wins our manscape? Oh, so we did that. So if, if you're listening now, you could have listened for about 30 minutes before on members. So about how long we did today? Yeah. yeah so we we uh, we went through the Manscaped, and it's a thin blue twenty two. I've already commented on our thing. I will get with you. I'll message you on uh, Instagram when we're all done to get your address and all that stuff to get to Eric, get you some Manscaped stuff set up. Sweet, 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 sweet. Um, Manscaped promo code Wolfpack. It's still good. Uh, I want you guys to go on our our, our last call Instagram. I want you to go on our last call on Instagram. One, I want you to follow Outbound Beef Jerky. Please go follow Outbound Beef Jerky. That, that'd be huge. If, if there's 12 followers, I mean, 12 live members um, watching right now, if all 12 of you guys go over there and follow Outbound, that'd be sweet. Um, and, and, hey, listen, by the way, you paid members. means a lot that you guys um, took the time out of your fucking Wednesday at noon to sit here and watch this uh, behind the scenes live. So that's pretty cool, you guys. Um, But if you guys would go in there and um, – Give him a follow. That'd be dope. Outbound beef jerky. It's great beef jerky. I can't, I ate a whole bag last night myself. So, and, and it's cheap, cheap, cheap jerky, jerky too, but homemade 
20 grams of protein per bag, low sodium, yada, yada, yada. I mean, so much stuff, former police officer and a good police officer who I worked with outbound beef jerky. So that's, that's pretty sweet. Um, and, uh, but I want, I want, I'm going to put a picture on our last call. I want to put a picture on our last call of the TMZ, uh, well, not of the TMZ, but of a couple of pictures of Amanda Bynes. And, um, I just want you to say yes or no, you would, or you wouldn't want to, if they leaked video, would you watch it or would you not watch it? You can even tell me why. Um, I would watch it because I'll, I'll comment on it. I would not watch it. I just, I just, that's me personally, but I'd be tempted. Don't get me wrong. I'd be tempted, but uh, I can't, I couldn't do it. But uh, what, what about you? You know, or, or how about this? Let's make it easier. Let's just make it easier. Who do you, th do you think she's pretty or not? How about that? We won't even ask. I won't, cause I don't want to kink shame anybody. I won't ask if you look at the pictures or not. Do you think Amanda Bynes is hot or not? Was hot or is hot? I want to hear what you have to weigh in on that. I think she's hot. My wife thinks she's a little too homely. I think she's hot. Was hot. I don't, not, not too thrilled with what she looks like now, but that's the drugs. I think she's got potential. So uh, she, she I want to hear from you ladies out there too, person. like, like Faulkner. I want to know. Think she's pretty or not? Um, she does look bad now, but. Did you think she was ever pretty? Like when she did Maxim Magazine. So we'll put up some pictures of the Maxim Magazine and now. Let us know what you guys think. Um, for myself and Deadleg Media, this has been another last call of the day. We got Com Center coming out Thursday night, 7:30. Outbound B Jerky, sick fucking jerky, love it, so good. Um, one more, and I'm out of here. Podcast boys will be here. If you want to hear me break down some really sad stories, you can go listen to on being a police officer. That's an um, episode. That's an amazing exactly. episode, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting a lot of comments back on that. So if you guys want to go and listen to her podcast, her ask me some really deep, uh, sad stories and and serious stuff. Get, get a chance to hear me be serious for a little bit. So, um, all right, guys. Until next time. Guns up. Giddy up. Giddy up.